So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Tuesday night election <laughs> edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to uh, be back behind the mic and uh, looking forward to connecting. Hope everyone is doing well. Want to welcome any first time viewers out there as well as returning community members. Let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And of course, it is the People's Talk Show. So I definitely want to hear from you guys when the phone lines open up. So uh definitely give me a call definitely curious to hear uh and think and hear about what's on your radar so feel free to do that as we move forward but uh what a interesting day to say the least and a variety of facets uh we have the election tonight watching some of the results don't really have high hopes for much but uh keep my eye on some things and then what else we got ftx uh basically being exposed for a as i called it a ponzi fi that's a new uh terminology for this whole software-based ecosystem that has taken over the world and what else amongst all that other stuff metals seem to have held its own today and so that definitely was a good sign uh, for whatever it's worth and it did not have its typical drawdown as markets close so that's something to really keep an eye on but uh, anyway uh, let's keep it moving man let me acknowledge everybody in the chat appreciate you for blessing me with your presence if you have not hit that thumbs up button hopefully that helps out the algos a little bit and uh, we'll keep it moving man and so i apologize for last night's live stream, uh, attempting something different, trying to play around and, and tinker with um, different uh, softwares just to see to, if I can spice things up on my end a little bit, but it didn't work. So lesson learned. Uh, what else? So feel free, uh, as always, to throw out thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. I want to definitely keep a pulse as to what's happening out there. So let me acknowledge a couple people. I have maybe five or six different articles that caught my attention. But I'm more curious to hear what you keep an eye on. So definitely plan on doing more interaction on the phone tonight. And so we'll see where it's, where this live stream takes us. All right. So let me before I move forward, let me just acknowledge a couple of people. Uh, we got New Church of Philadelphia, Mr. Steve checking in, Jim Brown, Barlight Broker, Todd, Black Ubiquity checking in. Uh, what else? We got Roman from Tennessee. How you doing, my friend? Will Smith, uh, Maze Worldy. I'm not saying I ain't Rome. Uh, Wayne, 313. What's up, my friend? Uh, 12 checking in, Jane checking in. We got Next Generation podcast from Michigan. What's up, my friend? Fellow Michigander in the building. Appreciate you. The the big steel. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and that's one of the things. I, I don't have high hopes. I'd rather just, just, I'd rather just be surprised rather than get my hopes up in reference to there being some type of uh, actual red wave. And then on top of that, you know, the red wave actually coming through with making a difference for this country at this given moment uh, amongst all the chaos and things that's happening. You really can't tell who's real, who's not, who's bought and paid for, who's compromised. Yeah, but we'll see, you know, I guess pray for the best and prepare for the worst at the same time. So uh, what else we got here? Uh, Vu Tran Tam says a uh, Powerball. Yeah. I saw somebody in Cali got, uh, was it 2 billion, 2 billion after taxes, you probably come home with about six, Hundred million. It's not not a bad little payday, but uh, we'll see. Definitely, that, that definitely changes somebody's world or a few people, whoever. So, um, <laughs> Chase says shenanigans in Arizona. Yeah, I was watching that early. 
uh, just from Maricopa County and just the Dominion voting machines, once again, just software glitches. And so I was thinking about the events as they unfolded today and how the common denominator amongst everything that's happening right now happens to be surrounded around software. And so whether we have the Dominion software and all the issues with the hardware, all that stuff, firmware, whatever it's called, that was never addressed from the prior elections. But then again, here we are now. We'll find out what happens with that. But once again, it told us, I saw our article today talking about uh, the probability of it taking a week to sort through everything, which let me know. I haven't heard of a week. It taking a week to actually iron things out as far as tallying votes. And then also uh, within a crypto space, once again, software. And so FTX basically been exposed for a Ponzi scheme type of uh, corporation, man. It just really exposes all of these corporations taking advantage of this decentralized movement, formulating public, basically publicly traded companies and intermingling all the old legacy system models and then creating their own tokenomics that ultimately are not of any value whatsoever. It's literally all computer code with no real intrinsic value behind all that stuff. And as it explodes, I mean, there's billions and billions of funds basically vaporized. And then the contagion effect that goes into other companies that's leveraged and all the trading. And it's just a crap show to say the least, but it's all predicated on software. And so, Hey, like I say, if you can't hold it, do you really own it? If it's just a, some digits on a ledger somewhere, at the end of the day, do you actually have something there other than the hopes of those numbers performing when you go to spend them? But I'll stop ranting and uh, go from there. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. So let me just get through a couple of things here. Uh, I see a lot of thoughts, ideas out there. Red wave, red wave equals blue wave equals swamp waves. <laughs> so based upon just what I'm seeing here, not many people have any hope or expectations for really seeing some significant change. So uh, more power to you, but all right, uh, before I move forward, uh, if you haven't, you know, definitely hit that thumbs up. That helps the channel tremendously. And I don't want to rant forever. So I want to thumb through some headlines real quick, and then we'll jump into some stories and open up the phone lines and get this party started. But before I do that, I got to do some maintenance on my side. So if you have not, Hit that bell notification. Hopefully you're notified. If you happen to come across the channel for the first time, make sure you subscribe. And also I want to encourage you to uh, connect with RTD on all the socials. Delete this um, in the description here, just in case you want to connect throughout the day. I share everything that I'm talking about here on the Telegram and Twitter. And so you'll always stay plugged in ahead of time for those who don't happen to be glued to a monitor throughout the day. Uh, 12 says, how can I buy sponsor a spot? Well, if you're interested in supporting the channel as well as me helping you promote your business or whatnot, uh, go to RethinkingTheDollar.com and in the top left-hand corner, shoot me an email. We can talk. I definitely want to support people who support me. So reach out to me, my friend. Okay, enough of me ranting. Uh, Let me just swing through some headlines real quick and then we'll open up the phone lines. But I I could not help myself. And I saw I I did share a uh, little visual aid that I put together. Let me grab it real quick uh, in the community form. And the reason I share that was just because it seemed something that was entertaining. (laughs) 
And so I used a um, little caption from that movie, Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Uh, copy post link. And so I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. And once again, it's premature, but then again, it's promising when you see uh, all the other activities out there and Meadows holding its own. But let me uh, just put this is what I was referring to right here. Let me put it on the screen real quick and then we'll keep it moving. So this little visual aid I put out earlier, uh, just showing at, at that current time, crypto markets was in the red as well as a lot of the tech stocks, Coinbase, MicroStrategy, Meta. All the software-based companies, <laughs> they're not really doing the greatest right now. But uh, anyway, so and I share just the current uh, price of metal. So that's what I want to jump into next uh, and just uh, let you just get you see what's, what it's looked like to not actually have that typical market correction as, the, uh, as we draw into the end of the day. So as of right now, didn't get that typical drawdown because typically when the metals get beyond, when they get people's hopes up, there's usually a correction after, you know, right before the market's closed. But today it was a, at leveling off. And as you can see there, it's still relatively green. It compares to all that other stuff in the form of computer code and tokenomics and software, all that stuff I talk about all the time. But anyway, let's keep it moving. So I just want to quickly just glance at what's happening in the crypto space, just because a lot of people put a lot of hope and promise in this. And it's still early, but I think the contagion from FTX and Binance because Binance is appearing to be the, uh, the, I guess, the buyer of last resort for all these major corporations. It's my suspicion that Coinbase will be next. And then MicroStrategy uh, won't be too far behind if this correction continues to occur. Just because at the end of the day, it's uh, this is all a symptom of easy money policy coming to an end and the spigot being turned off a while back. And now the whale where all that liquidity was accumulating that is drying up. And so there's a crunch to actually meet obligations of any kind. And then you factor in all the fraudulent activity in stable coins and nobody knowing who owns what. And those coins just basically been created in the thin air, just like the federal reserve. And they have no real value whatsoever. And just the FTX coin and other institutions buying them and holding them on their balance sheets. And now they have to unload that. So literally CZ, I think he's literally going to probably end up causing more harm than good, but you know, we'll get into that and curious to get your thoughts on that. So let me stop ranting and just get into some headlines real quick. So just some things that caught my attention. Let me just real quick. I'll just brush over some things, excuse me. And then we'll keep it going. So real quick here, crypto exchange Binance to acquire competitor FTX in a duel for digital asset market. So, this right here, it had everybody by surprise, but I've been following just the price action of FTX for maybe two weeks now. And it has everything to do with Sam and his apparent uh, legislation framework that he was putting forth for the regulators to try to have a certain methodology for regulation purposes adopted. And so he was on my radar at that point because... He appeared to be more of a um, bought and paid for spokesman by the politician puppeteers to execute that, you know, to execute their agenda at trying to neutralize the crypto space and make it more um, U.S. slash 
big bank friendly. And uh, I think BitBoy Crypto called him out for being basically a bogus actor in this space, causing more harm than good. So at that moment, I knew to keep an eye on him. And of course, since then, I think CZ literally exposed his company as being basically like Celsius, Voyager, all those other companies, you know, digital Ponzi's. Just because if you can create your own token and there's no uh, proof of value in it other than what you're trying to sell to the people who buy them, then what are you actually holding on to? And I think we can learn a lot of this from the retirement accounts, the pension accounts and everything where you're not actually able to hold and grab a hold of anything physical or be able to get out of it if you need to right away. But anyway, so we'll talk more about this as well. And uh, let me get to some couple articles here. Uh, let me see. I'll spare you. We'll get to that again. I mean, I got so much stuff up here. Okay. So here's something to keep an eye on as well. I think Coinbase is next. Uh, Coinbase stock plunges on news of Binance FTX merger, which sets up a seismic change in competition. And along the way, basically it says here, shares of crypto platform head toward first sub 50 close in four months. Uh, Once again, Coinbase happened to just go offline earlier like it always does whenever there's a correction of course bitcoin took a little dive and whoever was attempting to go buy the dip couldn't really buy it from coinbase and that's uh, becoming a common theme so they're going to have some issues there uh question here says x says will usdc stablecoin brcbdc um my personal opinion is that it will not be i think it'll probably be used in the short term uh, but then again, at the end of the day, I think when everything blows through uh, due to USDC basically being a derivative of the Federal Reserve note system, at some point in the future, the Federal Reserve will probably look to get rid of uh, those commercial bank ledger coins, i.e. USDCs, as well as digital dollars that we have now that we think are our actual bank account numbers. I think at some point they would want to get rid of those and have everything centrally controlled on the federal reserve ledgers, which would probably make it a different entirely new token. So, uh, and that's, that's the CBD, the final outcome of the CBDC uh, at the end of the day. But I think the USDC can be used in the short term to help uh, transition to that point. Okay. Let me get to the more articles here. I'm taking too long. Forgive me. Um, here is some major news that we're going to find out about tomorrow. I think this is going to be big. And of course, bad news tend to be good news. So the markets could rally actually, at the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is going to start laying off thousands tomorrow. And so just look at all the layoffs in the tech space. It's just the numbers are climbing. And once again, things still remain relatively calm overall. You know, you factor it. If everything wasn't software based, uh, you know, technology based, and if it was real world manufacturing productions, mind you, if we were in an environment, you know, say 50 years ago, prior to software being the dominant form of, e-commerce and everything in between, like literally we would have already been in a outright depression because there'd have been actual physical manufacturing buildings coming to a halt and real, real, real world goods no longer being delivered and served, which would have been the only true form of commerce at that time. But now because everything's online, you can get away with this, you know, contraction of the economy for a lot longer just because physical goods and services are still being delivered. But in the tech space, it's a whole nother ballpark. So that's why things can be drawn out a lot longer there than I than it probably could any other time. But just real quick here, it says Mark Zuckerberg confirms Meta will start laying off workers tomorrow in a meeting with hundreds of executives with stock falling 70% this year. 
And just to give you an idea, it says cuts are likely to amount to thousands of employees and come amid a meta's tumbling stock prices. So software, once again, more software. All right, uh, here's another one here. This is very interesting. It says, here's how much equity U.S. homeowners have lost since May. Very concerning. Homeowner equity peaked at $11.7 trillion collectively last May at the home prices jumped 45% since the start of the pandemic because of all the easy stimulation, easy credit lending, things of that nature. And now since July, the median home price has dropped 11560 And it says here since May, however, about $1.5 trillion of that vanished. According to Black Knight, a mortgage software and analytics company, says the average borrower has lost 30000 in equity. Of course, that's all depending upon where you're located at. The, the Probably the, the overly stimulated or overly heated markets are probably experiencing uh, probably the most cooling off at this current moment. But just to think, $1.5 of hot air released from the bubble. Yeah. And 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 this once like I like I said like nothing's wrong yet. We're, we're this is still considered calm in the bigger scheme of things. So imagine when stuff really starts happening. Yeah, yeah. numbers going to quadruple, ten x. Okay, here, uh, Bitcoin briefly. You know, so I mentioned that already. And so just to show you how much digital value was lost today by Sam Bankman Freed. His net worth went from 15.6 billion. And within 24 hours, he's down to just under a billion and, and counting. And so even though Binance is supposed to step in and buy FTX, they're not going to buy their subsidiary, which happens to be their, you know, their trading arm. <laughs> and so the chance of CZ actually buying Binance is not likely because the token is tanking. And what value really is it? Because it's all software. So what do you, what do you actually buy at the end of the day? But, you know, to lose all that digital perception of wealth, I'm sure, you know, he's not hurting, but if it comes easily during these overly stimulated markets, it can easily vanish once the easy currency disappears. And that's what we're witnessing right now from home valuations to, you know, the Ponzi Ponzi Fi lending platforms blowing up. You name it. Uh, 12 says, take this paper and buy something shiny. <laughs> Appreciate you, my man. Yeah, all proceeds ultimately make their way to helping take care of some of the expenditure that I have on my side here or getting my weight up. So I appreciate that. So if anybody else want to be generous and support the channel, I definitely would appreciate that. OK, a couple more here. Uh, this is very interesting here and I'll, I'll stop ranting. I promise you. Uh, so this is out of the UK and this was couldn't couldn't say this. This is just completely crazy. It says surge in early retirements will mean higher interest rates. The Bank of England warns and they changed the headline within a couple of hours because they literally said retirement is the reason why inflation is so high. That was the headline earlier in the day, but they changed it. But the, it still reads the same. And I won't read it all. But ultimately says the Bank of England has warned that a surge in early retirement means more interest rate rises will be needed despite mounting signs of a recession. And then it says here it's not because of monetary policy. This person has a nerve to say that due to the lack of workers, uh, it's maintaining pressure on employers. 
to pay staff more, even though the economy is stumbling. So they're saying that due to people dropping out of the workforce, they're having to pay more people more to keep younger talent. That's the reason why, you know, inflation is up. And they're basically trying to say the retirement that has something to do with all of the issues in the economy. Nevertheless, that they, of course, are tightening in an environment that can't, you know, sustain uh, itself without more easing. But then again, never, never mind all the trillions of pounds, billions of pounds over the last two years and everything else, but they blame it retirees. So it's interesting. I'll, I'll spare you that. But here's another one here. Uh, seniors feel cheated as inflation dims their golden years. And this is very interesting here. This talks about stuff here. And similar story, but it just give more numbers and it tells stories about how people are literally, you know, it's, you know, the unretirement is becoming very common now. And so it says for close to 47 million Americans, it was the best times and it was the worst of times. Indeed, the current cost of living crisis devastating millions of seniors nationwide has forced many to look back at the choices they made throughout their prime working years. And they have literally got the nerve to say, did they save and invest enough? Never mind the fact that since they started working 50, 40 years ago, where the cost of living was low, inflation was low, the overall money supply was a lot slower, less national debt. The purchasing power went further, so you didn't have to have as much units. Never mind that. <laughs> and then it says here, many retirees depend on fixed income from their pension plans or Social Security checks, and their investments and in emerging reserves are being embedded. By inflation. And then it says here, stock and bonds have had a rough year. Of course, the bear market has led to investment valuations crumbling as much as 20% in reference to Mr. O'Connor, who one of the stories about, it says his aggressive, his aggressive funds have tumbled between 35 and 40%. So once again, automated, more than likely automated fundings, funds or whatnot, you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate. And then it says here, according to the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, Americans lost $1.4 trillion in their 401k accounts and an additional $2 trillion in their individual IRAs in the first half of this year. So between $1.5 being wiped away in home price valuations, equity in your home, $1.4 in your retirements and almost 2% in your IRAs, like that's... Those are some very large numbers, but they're small, given the fact that there's nothing really wrong yet in the bigger scheme of things. So just imagine when something actually occurs that the world is forced to recognize and in, 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 in whether it be a macro event or something here locally, like it's just, man, it's just this stuff is real anyway. OK, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll spare spare you the rest. So let's get to some calls, man. I want to hear from you guys directly. So feel free. Uh, let your voice be heard. Give me a call. Let's talk and see where we can take this. And of course, I didn't get into the politics side of things, but, you know, we got the elections and everything. So but I want to hear from you guys. Give me a call and we'll see where this live stream take us. And that means just since I, I got some stats up here real quick, let me see what's on the radar here. And so here, U.S. election results for those who want to talk about it. I think it's going to be a while before this stuff irons out. But then tomorrow we'll get a chance to see where we stand. And some polls have already calculated the, the end results of their uh, results, but we'll see anyway. All right, let's talk and let me know in the, uh, 
Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Tom from Jersey. And how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? I'm good, man. Um, so basically, I want to. I, I sent you something on Twitter. Okay. I don't know if you saw it, but it was uh, this argument by a guy named. Uh, do you know who Alex Craner is? Craner. Ooh, oh, I don't. Not off the top of my head, but go ahead, fill me in. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the sulfur, I mean, I, I know the light, they're supposed to wind the LIBOR down, but they keep extending it just because it, it's too massive. And basically it's just the method in which they set all interest rates for all contracts globally. So I, I re, I'm familiar with that and the sulfur, but then the sulfur it, it's, I don't think it's officially the, the primary one here in the U S cause we got the, uh, I think the Maribor and we got one or two more that's also being referenced. So long, long story short is if they try, if they're trying to do that at this current moment of the game, it's an experiment. So I wouldn't personally think that it's going to work just because we have the same people experiment with this tightening that has never been done before or easing. And they are literally reacting to everything that happens in real time. And it's a lagging effect. So whatever they're calling themselves yeah. trying to do, I wouldn't hold my breath saying it's going to work just because regardless of that, the current debt is unsustainable. It will literally burst or continue to just let out air, which will cause problems. And they're going to have to make a decision whether they're going to begin easing again or let it come down. So I. I oh no! Yes, absolutely. We are headed to zero. There's, there's no, there's no which way about it. But we're headed to zero. Mm-hmm. I, I like to entertain in my mind, like these conspiracy theories a little bit. It gives you something like, uh, something fun to think about. Yeah. Right. And that was the thing I called with me because it's right. It's like these are human beings. 
any um, ideology, which I also do believe, but I don't believe that they have the capital mm-hmm. to do what they think they're trying to do. Right. Because at the end of the day, the capital lies with the bankers. In the United States, the central bank, the Fed, they print the money. Right. In Europe, the private like the private banks that are connected to the central bank print the money. So mm-hmm. it's very different. Yeah. Whereas here in the United States, like these these people don't want to give up power. Right? This is what I'm saying. Right. It, it might be easier in Europe. I don't. That's why I don't I, think it's going to happen here. And it's a little bit of Right. At the end of the day, I don't think it's going to work. But then again, they're going to try anything they can to re- retain power. So we'll see. But hey, let me get some more calls, man. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, man. Have a good night. Yeah, be good. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Mike. Uh, uh, nice to meet you, Mike. How you doing, Mike? What's going on with you? Yeah. Is uh, you know one of the most contested ones. Um, I voted as well, but uh, I voted mail in, so I wasn't expecting to be home around this time. But uh, I was I was driving Uber today, and oh my gosh, I was talking to so many people mm-hmm. in Philadelphia because I'm living here in Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, and everyone here is like, oh yeah, go Fetterman, go Fetterman. I'm like, did you see the debate? <laughs> did, you, did you actually listen to this guy speak? They're like, I mean, come on, are you serious right now? Yeah. And and what? Well, Really? She got so mad at me. She was, I was like, are you kidding me? The, the Democrats, have you, have you like been awake this entire like last two years? Like, are you kidding me? I, just, I don't understand how people could be so disconnected from what's happening around them. Uh, yeah. I mean, so many people are man, like literally just cognitive biases, uh, sleep at the wheel, completely delusional. You name it. Man. Everybody is at a different point now. Most people can't even recognize you know, what's really wrong with our, with the entire political, economic, monetary. And more than likely, those people are people who drunk the Kool-Aid and bought into it hook, line and sink to where you got to just pray for those people. Cause more likely they don't just, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know anything yeah. really. So, um, yeah, exactly. but Hey man, appreciate you calling my friend. It's funny cause, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, one more thing I say, uh, the past like week or two, I've been driving down here. I've been asking people like, Hey, uh, what do you think about the economy? What do you think about the crime? People are like, oh, Philadelphia is just a, like horrible. They say so many shootings every night. So many like all these uh, economies in, in a, in a um, trash can. Like they, they're so mad, but yet they still vote the same. You know, they still vote the same way. Right. It's ridiculous. I can't. I can't. They can't don't understand the disconnect. They don't connect the right. state of their the the, the 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 current conditions of the of the cities and the overall state in general with the current officials that they keep reelecting due to the fact that most people just vote according to a party rather than policy. So exactly. it's ingrained in most people yeah, to yeah. vote, like especially amongst the African-American community, you vote Democratic or just because that's what your grandma did. And so most people don't educate themselves. And that's yeah. unfortunate, but that's, that's where we're at, man. But appreciate you, man. I got you. Hey, thank you. Yep. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's going on, Mike? This Miles Miles from NY. Miles Miles from NY. What's good, man? Give me some good news out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's, it, it, it's looking better. It's looking better, at least on a on a surface. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds like people are waking up, they're realizing, you know, what's been done to them, and it seems like they're starting to band together to kind of resist. Yeah, I just wanted to tonight, uh, not to take up too much time, but just to kind of give maybe a warning, if anything, mm-hmm. about misdirection 
And I think I see a lot of people in this country going in the wrong route. Right now, the blame game has seen that switch on the Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's with the Democrats and Biden and all the rest of these uh, puppets that they put out there. And these guys are just fall guys, you know, the useful idiots. It was pushed out there for us to get focus off of these central banks and the people that's really pulling the strings Mm -hmm. to concentrate the people against all of that tyranny and oppression and everything else they felt for the last couple of years. All extremism. But I just want to say that the pendulum swings both ways, you know. Mm -hmm. So when they went to the extreme on the other side, I think that after this election, it's going to go to extreme the other way. Then you're going to see the extremism on the other side of that bird, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just two wings of the same bird. Right. They flying in the same direction at that. (laughs) Exactly. And and they're not for us, you know. So everybody's jumping on, oh, we're voting for this, we're voting for this. But they don't remember how Hitler has started out. Mm -hmm. It started out the same way over there. Those people were oppressed. They were going through a lot of financial trouble. They got some people in office that they thought would, you know, do do good for the people. And it went from zero to 60 before they even knew it. And they were marching down the aisle in Gustav, you know. Uh, and I think people are very, very, uh, they have a lot of feelings and a lot of repressed anger and, you know, things are happening to them and they don't know where to direct it. And I think they're going to come out and they're going to start directing it against Democrats and against this and mm-hmm. against anybody they want. And then we're going to have our tyranny. We're going to have our tyrants spring up out of that. Right. And they're not even going to realize what happened. And everybody voting and clapping, Republican, Republican, this. Remember, Trump was in office before Biden was. Right. All these policies and all this stuff, it was already in motion before he even stepped in office. Right. Democrats ain't no better. Republicans ain't no better. Just don't be misdirected is what I'm trying to tell the people. Right. And extremism can go both ways. So everybody's voting. Everybody's angry. Every- Focus it in the right place where it needs to be. Take care of your family. Worship the Lord, uh, you know, and and do good to others, man. Right. Like, don't That's... don't 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 go the other way. But well, Mike, I haven't forgot you. We're gonna get together. I'm working, buddy. I'm sure. working. I'm not gonna take too much of your time, but love to talk show with this the community. Let's do it. People. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, get yeah. at me whenever, man. Appreciate you calling. Um, good stuff there. So that's where like, you know, deception, like, you know, being distracted by narratives as well as people still believing that a particular party or person in their state or lo- you know, local government or whatever, it does matter. But then to what to what extent? Because ultimately speaking, what's on the screen right here, 31 trillion and counting is ultimately what they are. That's their uh, that's their that's the let me see. What I'm trying to think that's the no matter what. They will be held accountable for this number. So that literally everybody that's coming into politics now for the first time, perhaps, or, you know, being reinstated into their current position, they still have to address this at some point. So ultimately, if this doesn't continue to climb up, the economy comes to an end. So any way it go at the end of the day, whatever policy they're going to implement from a, from a fiscal standpoint is going to be more accommodative, more than likely. And it's going to push those numbers up ultimately minimizing purchasing power of our currency and everything like that. So there won't be any real systemic change until this thing completely reboots, resets, or as a complete restructuring, just because at the end of everything, it's a monetary crisis. It's a monetary crisis, which will be, which will be reflected within the currency itself when everything blows through. So yeah, we're, we're the, as you know, we're the, we're the best with the cleanest shirt and a basket full of 
dirty, mildew, funky, stinky laundry, i.e. currencies. But as long as it still spins, <laughs> I guess we're we're still good. Anyway, phone lines are open. Give me a call. I uh, want to hear what's in your mind. What's, what city you in? What state you in? What you're seeing on the, on the political front? You know, any any shenanigans happening in your local area? I saw Arizona um, beyond this Dominion system, not fully functioning. And uh, a lot of I saw something about uh, no matter what, still drop your ballot off. And when everything at the end of when, it, when the poll closes, we're still going to tally them up or whatever. And I'm thinking like, you know, like if we haven't learned that you can't trust who's doing the counting then more than likely you, you vote, you know, if it's not for who they want. That's where and that's where it's hard, man. I'm sure as a poll worker, just because to get people with integrity to actually work the polls, minus their own bias, feelings, emotions, pain, anger, frustration, trauma from, you know, yesteryears when they see votes. And, you know, if they don't happen to go their way, they decide to discard them or slip into some new more ballots or, or they're being paid to slip in some extras like man it's just the corruption is so embedded into society <laughs> that <laughs> yeah i mean anyway yeah that, and so todd you know right that's the thing like that's why i have no confidence or hope whatsoever in there being a legitimate outcome of any kind just because we're still using the same company that we had questions with a couple of years ago. And before that, this is, this is the same Dominion software that's used in countries around the world. And it's been known and proven. There's been so much like Mike Lindell, even though I know he's out here saying that uh, he they're watching the ballots and they're, you know, calculating things. They're, they got software that tracks all this stuff. It's like still they, you know, I'm, OK, well, Mike Lindell, the pillow guy had a conference. You know, I'm not sure people are familiar with it, but apparently. They produce a lot of information showing, documenting all the fraudulent activity from pre- previous presidential election. But what good did it do? It did some good in certain areas. There were some prosecutions on some ballot rigging and stuff like that. But overall, here we are using the same dang software. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? One second. All right, Ed, how you doing, my friend? Good. Hey, I just got a quick report on uh, premiums and stuff. Uh, I saw J.M. Bullion uh, premiums are basically 100% on Eagles. I checked at 90%. And, you know, some places sell it by the ounce, but usually it's by the face dollar, you know, four quarters, two halves. Yeah. You multiply that times 0.71. Mm-hmm. There's a 10% premium on a $10 premium on 90% when you figure it right. Yeah. And, man, up until uh, COVID, I bought that for years at, at spot. <laughs> So when yeah. you look at that, the real price of silver is jumping. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to quit looking. You said this before. We got to quit looking at the spot. That's just what we – that's like a base point. That's like zero in math, right? <laughs> and then you do the math. Right. So I, I hope that cheers people up because premiums keep going up regardless of what they're playing around with. You know, 220 I called last week, and it was $220 premium on an ounce of gold. Yeah. You know, so they're saying it's sixteen twenty. It went up eighty bucks the last two days or something. Yeah. You know, this people that people that stack, we're going to be okay. But you know, there's a billionaire out of Canada, that little short gray haired guy. He said, "I don't know if I want to live in a world where there's ten thousand dollars silver." <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, and that makes sense. And I'm 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 right on board with that, man. That's why I say, like, you know, where we're, where things appear to be heading, like, you know, you can you, you can think you did everything to be responsible, preparing as best you can, but ultimately, it's the people around you and things that you can't 
predict or foretell that will ultimately matter the most because you're going to you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. You're going to be the bright, shining light amongst the world of darkness. That requires a little bit of divine protection as well as some lead, you know, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, you, you won't fit in. You won't fit into those around you if you've done well as far as preparing food and everything else in between. So but I think we I mean, I pray to God that that doesn't occur or it's way out of line. So but in, in the meantime, it's a matter of continue, as I say, continue to wake more people up so that people can realize that something's wrong and it, it, it's all up to them. Like nobody's coming to save them. No political party. You know, Trump talk about he don't have announcement next week. What? That's two years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like people, we're going to have, we may not even have a presidential election. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw Martin Armstrong mention that uh, in his interview with Greg Hunter. But yeah, after, I think after this current midterm election, if this stuff plays out the way that it's shaping out to play up, then I'd imagine people won't even bother to show up for them election. Like we, we're going to be in some serious trouble as a country well before then. But I could Yeah, you know, I had some left. But you know what I like better? Psalms 91. Mm-hmm. Whenever you feel like you, you know, you know, you're a child of God, go read Psalms 91. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got us covered, man. Oh, I mean, bad things man. happen to good Christians. He's got us covered. And that's, and that's the ultimate. And, you know, people get all fired up in these elections. Yeah, that, that 93, you could get 90% of Americans to sit down and agree on 90% of what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a radical on a, a, a little bit on the left, a little bit on the right. But most of us, are common sense people and the press just wants to, you know, throw that out there. You know, everybody's a racist on the right and everybody's a tree hugging gay liberal on the left. That ain't true, man. You know, we can't let them wash us with their agenda to, to ruin us, you know, and that's what they've been doing, man. And, you know, people are talking about Leon Moss came out and said, vote Republican. Well, you know, they've been controlling the press where guys like you can't even have a show and speak the truth. (laughs) They got you afraid to speak the truth in America, brother. God bless Alex Jones. You know, they went after him early, and he had the money and the wherewithal. He went and got his own, you know, I picked him up on, you know, on the internet. He went and got his own satellite. He's got everything, man. He don't need nobody, you know? Right, right. To, to word out. He says whatever he wants. And that's what we need to do, man. We need to get together, support people like you, Appreciate get on it. other platforms. And, right. and Leon Musk is, is the start of that. We just got to get on this thing and let it snowball. I support Elon all the way. I don't care if he wants to put a chip in somebody's head. He ain't putting a chip in mine. Neither's the devil. <laughs> hey, man. Appreciate your call, my friend. <laughs> all right, Mike. Be good. Take care. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So I, I'm curious from the people who are tuning in, if you haven't, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully that helps. And um, I'm curious to get your thoughts on how things play out. Like, you know, I saw an article earlier saying that it's a possibility that we won't have complete tally of votes in certain areas and whatever until the end of this week or next week. It's like, okay, I don't think that's ever taken that long. Of course, unless it's just some type of runoff or something like that. But ultimately speaking, in your opinion from out there, let me know in the chat or give me a call. How do you think this is going to unwind? What are you anticipating at this current moment based upon what you see? Let me know. Hello, caller. What's name are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Mike from Performing California. Mike, what's going on, my friend? Uh, speaking on Elon, I just want to say, um, PayPal Mafia, ring a bell, you know, $2,500, uh, free speech mm-hmm. fines or, or misinformation, excuse me, excuse right, me. Right, right. Uh, you know, I just want to say that, uh, I wouldn't be going out posting on uh, the internet all willy nilly just yet, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh <laughs> Elon's got roots with PayPal and 
And all of a sudden, you know, they re-implemented that $2,500 fine. They could take that right out of your account for whatever they don't like on the internet. And what, like a day later, Elon's like, oh, go ahead and post whatever you want now. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's where... (laughs) I, I think at the at, at the end of this political season right here, I think what will be utilized heavily is that whole domestic terrorist narrative and them basically utilizing the Internet as a backlog, as well as a recorded ledger of everyone's activity who shared their personal opinions and like whatever is out there on the Internet typically remains so it can be brought up against you and used against you. So that's one of the dangers of. You know, the Internet is that once it's out there, it's out there. But you got to be willing to ride on what you're saying, what, where you say it at, just because it could be used against you in the future. So I, I think at the end of this election cycle, I think somehow, some way they're going to try to use the results. If there's civil unrest or some uncertainty in certain areas, they're going to say those people are domestic terrorists and all that stuff like that. So that's going to be brought back up, I think, man, at some point. <laughs> and people's uh, wallets are going to be hit pretty hard. Correct. I was watching the. Uh watching my Twitter feed uh, the first day Elon walked in with the sync to Twitter HQ and I'm just like, oh man, they're going to have a field day. I, I'm just like 25, 25, 25, 25. I'm just reading all these comments. Like if I wanted to call it misinformation mm-hmm. and if I was part of that side, damn, man, that's, I'm already at like a million and a half <laughs> and I haven't even scrolled like three times down my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? Um, oh, so, man. Uh, Another thing that yeah. uh, I, this weekend I, I found best uh, inflation hedge ever. What's that? <laughs> uh, uh, garage sales. Garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. And uh, I just finished that today, and I recommend everybody should read that because that kind of tells you what's going on without telling you what's going on. You can be able to, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you've read it, but I have not. I have not. I have not. I've heard of it, but I have not read it. No, but uh, yeah, I saw that in the book cabinet. Mm -hmm. I saw that book cabinet. I grabbed it, got it for a dollar, like (laughs) so. You know, (laughs) they can't. The only way they can uh, get rid of this information in my hand is take it from me and burn it. So, right, hey man, appreciate uh, remember that too. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah, get your weight up again, right? One hundred percent, man. Appreciate you. Bye. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, so yeah, Hurricane Nicole expected to strike Florida coast as a category one hurricane. So, you know, we know with what other modification methods that boy can go from one to five like that and uh change his course and be steered wherever they wanted to. Um, what else we got here? It says greeting brother Mike and IT family, new to the family. I enjoy uh open dialogue. What's your email? I got an MMO from my Fortune 100 employer I want to share with you and the family. Um, go to rethinkingthedollar.com or it's admin at rethinkingthedollar.com and shoot me something there and definitely uh, want to check it out and pass it along throughout the community or join a telegram and share it directly to the community if you want to do that. So but uh, we are at that time, my good people. I uh, appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence. And uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for any questionable <laughs> activity in your neck of the woods. And, you know, call it out. Call it out, man. Share it. Put these people on blast who are trying to uh, basically cheat the system, ultimately speaking. So 
Uh, it's always good to connect with like-minded people. We'll keep our ears down and eyes open and take advantage of the time because tomorrow is going to be another interesting day. I think Meta letting off thousands of people is going to definitely catch a lot of people's attention and we'll see how the markets respond. Good is usually bad. So we'll see or bad is usually good rather. So we could have a, actually a, a rally tomorrow and then metals slam down. But anyway, no matter what, continue to get physical possession of whatever you think is yours, just because at the end of the day, in this software based world with fang stocks and crypto, there's no guarantees. There's no, there's no guarantees in any of that because it's all subject to people having confidence to buy it rather than buying it, sitting in the ground and burying it and just, you know, letting it, letting the economy and let the macro picture unfold. Cause you know, metals can't go to zero real metals in your hand can't go to zero, but then again, ledgers on a somewhere can definitely go to zero. All right, my good people, enough me ranting, uh, be blessed, be safe. And we're back at it tomorrow. Stay prayed up, get your weight up and everything in between. Shalom. Peace. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it, our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25 years super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description.